0: EO Fire, 1,333.
1: That's my call to action. Come to see Kate speak.
0: Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. The Fire Nation newsletter is where I share all the tips, tools, and tactics that make EO Fire a seven-figure business. Text EO Fire to 33444 and ignite. Ignite. If you want to find the perfect hire, you can with ZipRecruiter. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Entrepreneurs, near and far, JLD here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Rich Brooks. Rich, are you prepared to ignite? Am I
1: ever, brother?
0: <laughs> yes. Rich is president of Flight New Media, a web design and digital marketing company that is 19 years old. He's also the founder of Agents of Change, an annual conference, weekly podcast, and expert blog dedicated to helping you reach
1: your ideal customer.
0: Rich, take a minute, fill in some gaps from the intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life.
1: Sure, John. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah. I love the fact that you are now JLD as I am TRB. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where to start? I mean, I started my, like you said, I started Flight New Media 19 years ago. And uh, since today we are going to be talking more about events, why don't I just give you the brief summary of, of Agents of Change? Sure. I had, I had started doing presentations just because it was a great way to connect with people in the community. And it's my favorite way of sharing information is looking at somebody face to face and, and just sharing what I know. And it's also my favorite way of getting information. I and a couple friends put on another event called Social Media FTW, and after three years, the band broke up amicably, and it was a random encounter with Chris Brogan the following day that got me to change my mind from, I will never put on another live event, to let's do something amazing. And I had always felt that, um, even though the buzz was around social media, that really there were a number of things that any small business, any entrepreneur could do to really grow their business from a digital standpoint, and that was search, social, and mobile marketing. And through a series of trips to the online thesaurus, I ended up with the name Agents of Change, and it just fit exactly, you know, you know me, I love comic books and geeky stuff, and so if anybody's ever checked out the the characters that we've created. We have an agent for search, an agent for social, and an able, agent for mobile. And they're very cartoonish. We we, we want to have some fun with this brand. But we really wanted to create something that entrepreneurs and marketers and consultants could kind of rally around to say, how do I reach more of my ideal customers through search, social, and mobile marketing? And that became the the conference. And then later, we rebranded our Uh, The marketing agents podcast to the agents of change podcast, and recently we've started a blog as well. So, a lot going on,
0: a lot going on, and it's all brand central and brand focused, which I love. And Fire Nation, just kind of give you guys a little peek behind the curtain because I love doing that. You know, here I'm talking to Rich. He's a very close friend of mine. I mean, for the last three years, every April during Social Media Marketing World, he comes out to San Diego. He stays in my place. We have a great time. Pretty epic, actually. We always have a blast and get to reconnect because to rewind even further than that, I first launched EO Fire in Maine back in 2012, and Rich lives and works in Portland, Maine, just a gorgeous city on the waterfront in Maine, just amazing in every way, shape, and form. I miss it a lot, even though I love San Diego, of course. And I'll never forget, I was sitting across the table from my brother-in-law, Justin, while I was a commercial real estate broker. I was a partner with Justin. He was a commercial real estate broker. And he looks up and he says, hey, I just got this newsletter. There's a conference at University of Southern Maine tomorrow. Why don't you snag a ticket? I'll split it with you. You know, it's 150 bucks. I remember he wrote me a check for 87.50, And I went ahead and bought the ticket to the conference and I showed up and it was just a really cool time, but I will be honest, I didn't really know really that side of online entrepreneurship. I mean, the the speakers that year were Chris Brogan, Amy Porterfield, Derek Halpern, people whom I had never heard of before, and what's crazy is that within a year, I was actually friends with them. They had been on EO Fire because I had since launched EO Fire at, the, at that year after Mark. And then the next year, I actually spoke at Agents of Change and have continued to do so every year thereafter, which has been an absolute blast. And it was great getting to know Rich you know, one-on-one while I was living in Maine and getting to hang out with him in person at the different things that he threw, like tweet-ups, et cetera. And then moving to San Diego, we stayed in touch. And he was episode 19. Rich, can you even comprehend that that was like over 1,300 episodes ago?
1: That's insane. I love the fact that I'm 1333 now for my second (laughs) appearance here. You better never forget that, brother. And also, a little trivia fact. Me and my dad are the only father-son team that you've ever had on your show.
0: That is true. Independently, I've had both the Brooks men on the show, so uh, great stuff there. I hope one of your daughters just crushes it, Rich, in the entrepreneurial world so we can just keep it going down the the generations. That'll be just super cool. Absolutely. But Fire Nation, we're here talking to Rich today about a number of things, because of course, again, he was episode 19. So if you want to hear his story, his worst entrepreneurial moments, his aha moments, all of that jazz, just go back and listen to episode 19. He crushes it. I'm really awkward, so it'll be fun for both of those areas. (laughs) But what I want to talk about today is something a little bit different, and Rich and I have something planned for you. We're going to be talking about the power of events. And again, it started for me way back in 2011 at that first Agency Change when I was a commercial broker all the way to where I've now spoken and attended over 100 events since that day in 2011 and, and what it has done for me. So Rich, first off, let me just kind of ask a random question. How amazing is Maine in the fall?
1: Oh my God, it's my favorite time of year. I mean, I love this place. People always say, well, where would you want to go if you could go anywhere in the world? And I'm like, well, I'm living there. And I did this by choice. <laughs> you know, I, I, I grew up outside of uh, Boston, Massachusetts, um, but I had for a long time desired to move to Maine. And in Maine, in September, we're talking temperatures mostly in the 70s and sunny uh, during the day, and then cooler in the evening so you can get a good night's sleep.
0: All of the above. And listen, during the winters, you can find Rich skiing. Sugarloaf, one of our best ski mountains in Maine, you know, during the fall, he's going to be hiking and taking in the great foliage. During the summer, he's going to be at lakes and swimming and barbecuing. I mean, Maine has the four seasons. It's amazing. And I'm actually personally going to be going back to Maine for an entire month in September, which is my favorite month. Highlighted, Rich, with a awesome experience with Chris Brogan. We are going to be keynoting Agents of Change this September 23rd in 2016. So, Rich, tell us a
1: little bit about that. First of all, this message has been brought to you by the Union <laughs> Office of Tourism. Yeah, so this is our fifth annual Agents of Change conference. And and like you said, it does take place in Portland, Maine. It's a one-day conference, very educational-focused. I really want people to leave there with like a new way of thinking about how they're going to reach more of their ideal customers online and also some very specific tactics. The speaker lineup and the topics have not been finalized at this point. And I don't want to mention any speakers until I get their signed work uh, agreements. Except for me and Chris Logan. So, except for you. Well, you guys have signed agreements. <laughs> so, uh, yes, yeah, so obviously we've got two amazing amazing... amazing keynotes in John and Chris, and they're going to bookend the day. I'm also going to get up on stage because, hey, why not get on stage and have your own event? Um, But we're going to have some amazing breakout sessions, and they're going to be talking more specifically about some of the tactics you might use about how to set up a mobile website or how to get on Instagram or the best ways to attract an audience on Snapchat or how to build your email list. So a lot of that stuff happens in the workshops, and then we have the big keynotes to kind of inspire you, and the other thing is not everybody I know can make it to Portland, Maine and, and travel sometimes can be difficult yeah. and challenging, which is why we do a live uh, virtual pass of the entire conference, which is always a fun thing to do. And it's also on demand. So for a lot of people, and we get people from around the world, quite literally, who watch the live feed, some people getting up in like New Zealand in the middle of the night to be able to watch <laughs> JLD take the nice. stage. Um And watch it in real time and then give us feedback on Twitter. It's pretty amazing. And then they can go to sleep and then catch the rest of them uh, <laughs> on demand whenever they want. Um, but that's been a great thing to be able to just be able to take this quasi small event, even though there are 400 plus people who show up and kind of distribute its world.
0: We're going to talk about this at the end as a strong call to action for you, Fire Nation, because I want you there in person to shake my hand, to give me a high five, to join me on a little 10-second Snapchat, because you know I'm obsessed with Snapchat. Follow me at John Lee Dumas. We're going to have a blast in Portland, Maine. There's a great after-the-conference hangout where we all go out, get some nice drinks with the Maine craft beer or whatever it is that you choose to partake in, and we just have a blast. It's, it's on a Friday. It's just a great day. Then you can enjoy the rest of the weekend exploring Maine. So why would you not come to Maine in autumn, in the fall, in September to hang out with me, Rich Brooks, Chris Brogan, and some other great speakers in a beautiful state? You've been wanting to do it forever, make it happen. But of course, as Rich mentioned, if you can't for any number of reasons, the virtual past you'll be able to enjoy from the comfort of your own home. So Rich, we're going to be talking a lot about the upsides to attending conferences, et cetera, and the, the rest of this interview. But first, what does that... Call to action? Like, where can people go and what's that special offer you have for my
1: listeners? Sure thing. So, our tickets range from $150 to $300 based on when you buy the tickets. And when this show goes live, um, we're still going to be in our early bird session. I never give, literally, never give out discounts on early bird, but because you, John. Me. And I know how how awesome Fire Nation is. Um, I'm going to give $25 off for every ticket, whether it's a physical ticket or the virtual ticket. Please don't tell your friends and, and comrades and, and henchmen <laughs> or anything else. Uh, all you need to go is go to our website, which is agentsofchangecon.com. I'm sure John will have those in the show notes. For sure. And then for a discount code, just use the word FIRE. And Fire. you're going to save $25. You're going to get the best deal and you can smugly look at the people next to you and saying you didn't pay less than I did. <laughs>
0: I love that smug look you're going to be giving them, Fire Nation. I love it to death.
1: I really want to see everybody come out in Fire Nation. we got to get them (laughs) stickers or something so they can self-identify and then secret handshake or something.
0: Oh my God, I love all of that. We'll have that in the show notes. So again, Fire Nation, that is Agents of Change con that's con for conference so agents of change and then when you're checking out use promo code fire you're going to get 25 dollars off an already incredibly reasonable ticket i mean as social media marketing where well, there are people there that paid 15 $1, 16 1700 dollars for a ticket. so this is of incredible value fire nation take action now rich with everybody connected on social media, specifically my favorite, Snapchat, are conferences really necessary anymore?
1: You know, that's a great question. And obviously, social media does allow us to stay in touch with people we've met or people we haven't met in in amazing ways. But there is still nothing that compares to meeting somebody face-to-face and going to live events and being in a room of 100 or 400 or 1,000 people who are similar, similarly Passionate about whatever that conference is about and and all the networking that goes on in the hallways and at after events and all those sort of things. Nothing really compares to a real life conference. And even you and I first met at Blog World in New York City years ago. So those are the kind of connections. Yeah, I have people reach out to me on LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever it may be, maybe one day on Snapchat. Mm -hmm. But it's those (laughs) in person connections that I remember the most and seem most dear and sincere to me. Plus all the learning that goes on. There's really nothing like a live event to get you excited. And and the other thing is just getting out of your office, whether it's a home office or or office building to get out of your office, kind of shake your brain loose, learn something new and meet new people. There's nothing like a live event.
0: So Fire Nation, Rich and I lived in the same small, intimate, really awesome city And we didn't know each other. We had never met, we had never spoken in person. It took us both going to a conference and then a mutual friend of ours, Jamie Masters, who was my mentor said, hey, you gotta meet this guy, he lives in your town. I'm like, what? There's a cool person in Portland that knows stuff about entrepreneurship? Like it was so awesome and it took that and then that just, just started this chain reaction of awesome, Fire Nation. I mean, at that conference, I met Pat Flynn, and he agreed to be on my show because I was there, and I asked him in person. He looked me in the eyes, and he said, whenever people attend my event and ask me in person, I always say yes to be on their show. And I loved that answer so much that I actually use that now whenever I'm at conferences. And, and it's just so powerful to meet people, to shake their hand, to make that initial connection. Nothing can replace that. Nothing. Now, Rich, there are people that want to put on their own events for any number of reasons. I put on multiple events, not to your size, um, but I've done Pod Mastery a couple times, which is a 15 person event, right? It's for one day. We talk all about podcasting, and it's really small, premium, and powerful. And, and I love that. We've done some really cool things like the Podcasters Paradise Cruise, where we brought 50 podcasters on a cruise ship. By the way, Chris Brogan was one of the speakers, and he crushed it. And that was a lot of fun. And we've done stuff like that, but never to your level. But it's something that I'm considering. Why do you think? think putting on a conference or an event is something that Fire Nation should consider.
1: Well, first of all, uh, pardon the double entendre, but size really doesn't matter when it comes, <laughs> when it comes to an event. I mean, especially I'm a, I've, I've taught some classes on like, putting on events. And the thing I always tell people is start small. Start with a workshop. Start with something that's 12 or 15 people. If it's the right 12 people. And so to answer your question about like, should Fire Nation be considering putting on their own event, um, Well, I wouldn't say that it's for everybody, it is a lot of work, that's actually what makes it so awesome. You know, so many of the platforms we use today, like Facebook and Twitter, are so overcrowded that it's really difficult to get noticed. I know that you're on Snapchat and you're, you're killing it over there, but one of the things that kind of separates people uh, is the people who are willing to put on an event. Because it does take more work and there are more moving parts than just like updating your photo or uploading your photo to LinkedIn and calling yourself, you know, connected. Um, I would say that that is really one of the biggest reasons to do it. It, it, it helps with your branding. It helps establish your credibility. People love, you know, when I go to an event and you're there, you always introduce me as, Hey, this is Rich Brooks. Yeah. He puts on the agents of change. Yeah. That's how I introduce you know, that's you. some Right. So I've, I've, gotten to say lately when people are asking me, like, is it worth putting on your own event? Well, I can't tell you for your personal thing. I I say live events are the new social media platform. I mean, we're just getting back to the originality of, of making real live connections. And so I think this is the most powerful social media platform of all in some ways, because you can make deeper connections in person than you can online. So true in so
0: many ways. And Fire Nation, you've always heard before, like, you know, your book is your business card. A lot of people say like, hey, write a book. It's like your business card. And hey, that's good. Like that that can be a good business card for sure on a number of levels. These days the reality is writing a book is super simple. You can just write it, you know, over a weekend's and then publish it on Kindle and boom, you have a book. So it's kind of losing that kind of luster a little bit. But the reality is, my friends, if you throw an event, even if it's a smaller event, like again, like a 15 person pod mattery, which I've had, to a bigger one, that sets you apart. I recently keynoted at young entrepreneurs convention in Des Moines, Iowa. It was thrown by a 25-year-old hustler, entrepreneur. named name is Brandon Adams. He actually ran my Kickstarter campaign for the Freedom Journal. And this guy is just 25 years old living in Des Moines. He's like, I want to start a conference in Des Moines. Like, nobody talks about entrepreneurship here. And he did it, he pulled it off. Like, no, it wasn't amazing as far as like the number of people that showed up. He got a couple hundred people, couple hundred butts in the seat, but he hustled, he made it happen. Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank was a closing keynote. I was the opening keynote, and he has some good people filling in the middle. Like It was a great conference, and guess what? He did it. And now in Des Moines, he's looked at as that guy. So where are you in the world, Fire Nation? And do you want to be known as that person that is actually making things happen? And now the relationship that he has with me and with Kevin Harrington and with other people is through the roof and through the sponsors that he had that came in. I mean, it's amazing in every way, shape, and form if you can pull it off. But what is, Rich, the number one thing that keeps people from putting on their own event?
1: So that's a great question, John. Uh, and I talked to a lot of people before putting on a beta version of a class that I taught on how to put it on your own event for entrepreneurs. And the number one thing that was keeping people was fear that no one would show up. Mm. And that's a re- you know that's a genuine concern. Yeah. I mean, I totally get it. I I still get that after five years. I freak out about it every single. I like lose sleep. <laughs> My hair falls out. I glue it back. Fire to Nation. Right.
0: Fire Nation. This is why you got to take action. Agents of dot com. Use promo code FIRE. I mean, listen, we don't want Rich to lose any more hair. (laughs) (laughs)
1: So uh, that's one of the biggest things. So one of the things that I often talk about is, you know, what you need to pay attention to. And one thing is you just got to start building a list like you talk about all the time, like all your guests talk about, like my guests talk about um, building a list that kind of warms up those leads and you're more likely to get people to register. I find email is the number one driver of selling seats for our conference. And again, this is why I tell people who have no experience in putting on events. Start small. Start with a lunch and learn. Have it at the library. Whatever it is call up the chamber of commerce maybe they have a free room you know minimize your risk put something on i mean i love the story about the guy from des moines but that's yeah. a lot of work for other people yeah so if you're not sure if you don't know that you have that audience yet i mean i'm putting on an event in a few weeks here or a month here in portland that is specifically for women who to find their voice online we're only going to put it on for like 20 to 25 people because we want to have a more intimate thing. So there's no wrong size for your event. So if you're concerned about the number of people who might show up, start off small and then keep on building it year after year after year or month after month.
0: So, you know, I'm I'm a big goal person, Rich. I mean, the Freedom Journal, it's all about setting and accomplishing your number one goal. And by the way, Fire Nation, I would love to hear if you use the Freedom Journal to set and accomplish your number one goal of Creating your first conference, your first event, whatever that might be. That would be so
1: cool. That would and, be epic. I wouldn't wouldn't want to know epic? about that too.
0: That'd be awesome. I'm a big goals guy, Rich. You're a big goals guy. What are some considerations that people should actually figure out before putting on events, such as the audience, their goals? Perfect.
1: Yeah. So I have this little alliterative trick. It's called uh sp- sp- I, what's it called, Rich? It's called speakers, <laughs> sponsors, seats. And recently somebody asked me to add another one on software. So speakers is you got to ask yourself, am I going to be the only one presenting, which is totally legit, or am I going to bring in a bunch of different speakers? So getting your speakers in line, because that's going to draw on a lot of people. Each speaker has their own following. They may want to promote your conference to bring in even more people. Like right here, right Sp- now. Exactly, exactly. Then you get got sponsors. So sponsors are not mandatory. You can certainly put on events without sponsors, but they do help keep your ticket prices down, help you make a profit at your event. And by the way, not every event has to be profitable, but if it's not going to be profitable, then it should be something that's really good for your business. Like you're building a lot of leads. The third one is seats, and I just said that because I like S's, so there's some nice alliteration <laughs> going on there as in how to fill them. We kind of talked briefly about that before. And the last one that recently in a, in a group conversation I had, we, we added was software. And just to mean like, what are the actual tools that you're going to use to make putting on the event even easier? So I usually tell people, focus on those three or four S's and you're likely to have a successful event.
0: Speakers, sponsors, seats in software, fire engine, the four S's, knacked it out of the park. Now, let's talk really quickly about the sponsor side of it, because I know that's going to be a big question. Like, Brandon had a lot of sponsors but you know, he didn't actually have any sponsors get up on stage to talk about their products. Like, that was his decision. He's like, you're buying a booth, Like we'll have people go through the exhibit, et cetera. I know other people have gone other ways. I've heard successes in horror stories in both ar- arenas as well. So can you talk kind of about what you think people should be thinking about when they're bringing sponsors on so they're not quote unquote selling their soul to the devil?
1: Yeah, I think actually I need to hire Brandon. Help me on that. <laughs> <laughs> he rocked it. So on the sponsor side, you know, w- you got to ask the sponsor what they want out of it. I, t- I ask my sponsors every year. Some of them, you know, repeat every single year. Other times, uh, there's a little bit of churn. Some of the sponsors just want to be associated with my brand. They've heard it. They've seen it. It represents something to them. They want to be associated with it. So all they want is the visibility. That's great. Other people want to get in front of an audience. So that's something that you got to be willing to trade for. Sometimes that works out really great. We've had some great speakers who were basically sponsors as well, uh, including Dave Dave Kirpin of Likeable Media yeah. and Heather Jack uh, Jackson, who does um, Constant Contact. You know, they provide a lot of value. But without mentioning any names, I have had some sponsors who took the stage and basically treated it as an infomercial, even though they said they weren't going to. So that's something you kind of want to talk to your sponsors about. Um, and sometimes, you know, maybe they don't need that sort of visibility so you can find something else, a booth, or maybe you send out emails on their behalf, or there's an affiliate program, something like that. And for a smaller event, and, and I consider mine to be, if not small, at least intimate, um, a lot of times I'll trade sponsorships for uh, for like do a barter. So for example, we always like to do free pizza and beer at the end of the event. I mean, who doesn't love free pizza and beer, right? <laughs> Unless you're counting your carbs. Right. Um, and we work with a local pizza place who's more than happy to give us $500 worth of pizza basically for a few shout outs and some thank yous and all that sort of stuff It's great for us because if I were trying to go through the school to get that amount of food for everybody after the conference, it cost me thousands and thousands of dollars. You know, honestly, it could be – $5,000 Five thousand sure, dollars right there, yeah. and I'm doing it for a little bit of a trade. same thing with a beer We're, We've got a beer sponsor. you know no money's exchanging hands, but they get a little visibility, and we get some free beer to give to our guests and This year, my buddy Topher, Topher Mallory is opening up a distillery here in Maine called Split Rock, so we might actually have a spirit sponsor what? as well and, and and you know that'll be a barter too.
0: Fire Nation, I mean, come on. Are you hearing this? Agents of Agentsofchangecon.com, come hang out with me in Maine. See the leaves change. See amazing speakers and stuff. It's going to be a blast. And I think the big sum up that I'm taking from what you're talking about with sponsors is communication. The communication has to be there, Fire Nation. You need to set expectations. You need to understand their expectations. You know, hey, maybe if you're worried about how their presentation is going to go, say, hey, I just want you to come into my office and just give me a presentation one-on-one. Let, like, let's make sure that this is going to fit the needs of my attendees and make sure that it best serves you at the same time. And Fire Nation, speaking of sponsors, we're going to thank our sponsors, but don't go anywhere because we will be our B. Fire Nation, are you ready for a value bomb? Businesses that leverage marketing automation see a 53% higher conversion rate than those using traditional email marketing. That's right, using marketing automation not only saves you time, but it also helps you convert at a much higher rate. Sounds kind of too good to be true, am I right? Here's the deal with marketing automation, your email campaigns can listen, learn, and adapt based on the contact's behaviors. An active campaign makes it fast and easy to create this kind of dynamic marketing. Active campaign is a beautiful intuitive platform no need to hire consultants plus they offer pricing that's accessible no matter how big or small your company is when you sign up for active campaign there are no training fees and no contracts ready to start marketing smarter with active campaign see why thousands are upgrading to a more intelligent marketing solution sign up for a free 14-day trial now no credit card needed visit activecampaign.com slash fire Fire Nation, time is our most precious asset, which is why I search far and wide to bring you only the best resources to help you build your business. And what's one integral component to building your business? Hiring a team. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. The best part is there's no emails, no calls to juggle. Simply screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 800,000 businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by visiting ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's Zip recruiter.com slash fire and one more time try it free at zip com slash fire rich we're back and i'm fired up because we're going to close this strong a lot of people say well okay I think I want to check out maybe doing an event, you know, maybe a five person little get together, maybe like a 15 person pod mastery like JLD has done, or, you know, maybe a bigger event, like 50, 100 people. I mean, who knows? Like maybe I want to start growing something big. And of course, you're never going to grow something big, Fire Nation, until you start to grow something. But that always is going to come down to dollars and cents. Like how did you day one really go about pricing your event and how has that changed or evolved over the years?
1: That's a great question, John. And, and that's actually probably the second concern that people have is like, what should I be charging for this event? Charge too little, people won't see any value in it. Charge too much and they won't be able to afford it, so they're not going to show up. Pricing is always a little bit tricky. One of the things that I do is I decide more or less, what do I need to make per person? And, and it's good to have an idea of what it costs per person. So we know that it's $50 Per person that comes out of our pocket to put on the event, so that anything we charge over that can be put towards profitability. So that's one important thing for us. So that may be one way to do it. Um, also, you may have different fees. I mean, Portland, Maine is not the most expensive city in the world, so you kind of have to keep those things in 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 mind when you're creating your tickets. One of the things that I found most valuable is having a tiered ticket price system. Ooh. Something like early bird special. We used to do early bird and then the full price. And what we found is tickets always ticket sales surge around right about the time when you're about to raise tickets. Not surprising, right? Mm -hmm. So because everybody's like, oh, I got to buy tickets. There's (laughs) scarcity, right? Oh yeah. So instead of having one of those events, we actually create three or four. So we have the early bird tickets, which go basically up until I want to say July 31st, but then we move right into our August special. Not as good as early bird, but still a good deal. After August special, in September, we have our Back to school special, which is good for about two or three weeks. And then the last week is the full price tickets. So we have a number of different times where we can talk to people, advertise to them on Facebook, email them, whatever the case may be, and tell them that there's a real urgency for them to go out and get tickets now because they should be saving money. Now, I will say on the flip side of that, you don't necessarily want everybody to buy your early bird tickets because that's where all your profitability disappears to. So we actually, after one year of being too successful with early bird tickets, we now limit the number of tickets that we sell as early bird tickets. If the time runs out or if the number of tickets run out, that's it. And we move on to the next tier.
0: Fire Nation, my big takeaway here is urgency is everything. I've experienced that with Podcasters Paradise, with Webinar on Fire, with the Freedom Journal. We actually just had a free shipping day and we had one of our biggest sales days ever because people were like, well, I've been thinking about it, but you know, okay, it's free shipping. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. You know, it costs $2.93 to ship the Freedom Journal to your home. That's what the cost is. So it wasn't like this massive dollar amount. people were saving but it was the fact that they just they needed that extra little and that urgency is key so that tiered urgency that tiered scarcity is powerful now we've talked a lot about communication rich and i kind of want to get into communication with your attendees before during and after because i will say this you weren't great at it year one from my experience but you've obviously improved as you've gone forward and by the last couple years i was like man this guy just has a system down and he is executing so share with fire nation what should that look like
1: Well, first of all, John, I love the fact that you say systems um, and that we've gotten better. Because uh, since year one, I've actually had my project manager here at Flight, Lindsay Babian, take over more and more of the day-to-day stuff. And she's just phenomenal with systems. So she's created a series of things that help with the communication. So we've gotten much better in terms of Telling people about things to plan for, you know, things like we know from years of experience, like if everybody arrives five minutes before the conference starts, there's a long line for the parking lot, you know, so things like that, you know, here's how, here's how to do this. Here's how to do that. Always trying to have as many pieces of conversation without irritating your audience as humanly possible before the conference. We have more volunteers on staff at the conference to answer questions and help people, you know, whatever the case may be. We have somebody dedicated to talking to people if they're having trouble accessing the live feed at any time. And then after the conference too, a series of follow-up questions and stuff like that. And this year, one thing that I'm thinking of doing, kind of inspired by, by you and Kate and your Facebook group, is creating a Facebook group specifically for attendees. Now, yes. I haven't pulled the trigger on that yet, But that is something that I'm actually going to be doing one-on-one interviews with everybody who's bought a ticket so far and ask them if they think that would be valuable and if I get good feedback that they'd be interested in having those conversations and maybe helping even shift the conference to make sure that it's the most valuable conference for them possible then I'm definitely going to create a Facebook group for this.
0: Well, let me tell you why that Facebook group needs to get created, Rich. And Fire Nation, this will be a great marketing lesson for everybody listening as well. So the beauty of private Facebook groups. Rich is talking about just allowing people who are attendees, and that's amazing. Why? Number one, you get into the group because you've purchased an Agents Have Changed ticket. Now, guess what? You're in the group. You feel like you're part of a community. You're going to be able to get announcements because everybody's on Facebook. Those notifications are key. You can run surveys. You can potentially run contests like, hey, refer three people. And, and you know, get the price of your ticket refunded. Like You can do so many things. But the most powerful thing, Rich, and this is what I really want to stress to you, Fire Nation, is when you have a private group on Facebook and, and a friend of a person in that private group logs in to Facebook and they're going to see, hey, your friends and your other friends and your other friends are in the Agents of Change private Facebook group. And they're going to be like, oh, well, if they're in that group, I want to be in that group too. And then they click in and they try to join And they're going to be uh, having requested to join the actual Facebook group. Just like people do this for Podcasters Paradise. they, They request to join the Podcasters Paradise Facebook group. And every single day, my VA goes in and says, I'm really sorry. This is a private group for Podcasters Paradise members only. But here's some information. If you want to join Podcasters Paradise, you can just click here and we drop a link. You can read the information. And if you join, you will be admitted into the group immediately. So then Rich, every single person can get that message about Agents of Change and say, well, I want to be part of that group and I did not even know about Agents of Change but now that I do, I want to join my friends for a day in Maine, having fun, hanging out and that kind of marketing can get really viral really quickly and as it just continues to extrapolate off of itself. So we could keep going on in these areas for a long time because I just love talking about this kind of stuff. But I do kind of want to close this down, Rich, because you've learned some great lessons over the years from putting on your own events. So pass those on to Fire Nation.
1: One of the things that I would recommend is just having that communication that seems to be a theme that we're coming back to. You know, I remember showing up one year and finding out uh, after I told everybody, don't worry about breakfast, we've got you covered, (laughs) that the school didn't get that notice and no food was put out. Now they scrambled and brought some stuff out, but that was very stressful for me. So as you can imagine, I'm going on stage and I've got 400 hungry people and I'm already hangry. So, I mean, I can only imagine what they're going to be like for the first half of the day. And uh, so from that day on, I had Even though I talk about not needing an event planner, I have somebody there who's running the show that day. And you just need that little bit of separation. You mentioned your VA recently, and you've got a few people in there who are helping you, John, so you can focus on creating amazing content and putting on amazing interviews. It's the same thing with your own event. Once you get past a certain point, you need to start building that team. You need to start building those systems because putting on one event is exhausting. But once you start to find your rhythm, that's where you really start to grow your brand. People are talking about you. I mean, Maine's not a huge, huge place. In fact, we all share one area code. But the bottom line is like, people see me and they know who I am and they know my company and they know the conference and it all really works together to help us generate more business. And every year we end up getting a number of really good size contracts for Flight New Media, Because of the Agents of Change conference. So it really wins on every single level for me.
0: And Fire Nation, if you were wondering, that area code is 207. <laughs> I still have the 207 number, and I'll never give it up. Uh, it's just uh, my pride that I have. Even when you call me in Puerto Rico, Rich, I'll still have my 207 number. <laughs> Fire Nation, we're going to close strong here. I'm going to give the mic over to Rich, because I want him to give a final call to action as to, if you're if you're thinking about it, if you're saying, hey, you know, I, I want to see Maine. I want to see Maine in the autumn. I want to see Maine in September. I want to see JLD in person. Give him a high five hang out for a hot minute or more i want to see chris brogan and just the other great speakers that that rich is bringing to the table as he does every single year then uh what the heck do we need to do rich
1: You've done such a great job of promoting the conference. I don't even know what to add. Um, I'll just say the reason why I really like Agents of Change. First of all, it's the conference that I always wanted to attend. Yes. You know, I was inspired by things like Blog World and South by, but there was really nothing like that for social media marketing and digital marketing here in Maine. So I just created it. And what I really like about it, and this wasn't anything I planned, but the speakers tend to hang out All day as if they're just attendees. And I don't see that in every conference. You know, I see some people fly in, fly out. They're always too busy for everybody. And one of the things that I've loved about my speakers is that they come and they hang out and they're so gracious with their time. 400 people is actually a pretty intimate event. And one of the things you'll notice is, I, and I, we always get people from away, but we do have a good core pe- group of people here in Maine. And what I always hear from people who are coming in from out of state is, oh my God, I felt so welcome both from the other attendees and the speakers. Everybody just was welcoming me. And if, when I said I was from out of town, they had re- recommendations on restaurants and what to do for the weekend. And it really became more than just the conference itself. It became like a community. and And really, I hope that you fire nation out there listening right now to my voice says you know what yeah i want to come to maine and i want to be part of this i want to meet rich brooks and i definitely want to meet jld Um, oh we forgot to mention kate speaking too oh caitlin erickson how do we we skip over that No, no, it was like a
0: grand like our big reveal at the end
1: (laughs) that was it that is (laughs) that's my call to action come to see kate speak
0: Come to see Kate speak. Fire Nation, she crushes it from stage every time she gets the opportunity to, and she is taking Agents of Change by storm. So again, that final call to action, agentsofchangecon.com. At checkout, just use promo code FIRE, and you'll be getting $25 off any ticket you choose. So again, we want to see you in person. But if you can't, at least just go on and get that digital pass and just have fun with us virtually. We'll be addressing the camera and we'll wave and we'll say hi to you for sure. Now, Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with TRB and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to EOFire.com. If you type Rich in the search bar, this show notes page will pop up with everything we've been talking about today. Of course, the direct calls to action, and if you forget the promo code FIRE, like... I got to ask you a couple more questions probably, but you you know, it's, it's all going to be there. So just go over there. And of course, episode 19, um, you'll be able to listen to as well, just for a little chuckle. Um, Again, it was just a great episode, but uh, those were back in the early days for me. Rich, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that brother, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit EOFire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. The accomplishment of your number one goal is just 100 days away. Text JOURNAL to 33444 and begin your path to freedom with the Freedom Journal.
1: Ignite!